here's what I thought then was the largest de departure from here, the evidence. I'll show it to you. You were told, um, for example, that Mr. Floyd died because his heart was too big. You heard that testimony. And now having seen all the evidence, having heard all the evidence, you know the truth. And the truth of the matter is that the reason George Floyd is dead is because Mr. Chauvin's heart was too small. Okay then, welcome back to the podcast. It's obvious what I want to talk about this week. It's the topic of the day, of the week, of the month. More than likely, uh, it's going to be the topic of the year. Finally, a glimmer of hope. We were promised after such a horrible year in 2020. I'll hit on it shortly. It's just, it's nice to finally breathe a, a sigh of relief. You know, our nation, probably the world, has been on pins and needles for a while. But before I get serious, let me stay true to the course with some of the lowbrow shit you've uh, grown to be accustomed to from this show. There is nothing in the world that I hate more than being crop dusted. If you don't know what that means, what that term means, it's like this. Let's say you're walking down the aisle of a store or you're roaming through a crowded mall. Then all of a sudden, you smell something horrible. Crop dusting is when someone breaks ass in public with complete disregard to who's around them. And because you're surrounded by so many people, or there are so many people in front of you, it could have been anybody. So there's complete anonymity, all right? And you're free to roam and spray anywhere as much as you like with no fear of embarrassment. There are some unwritten rules of the trail when you're on a bike. And one of the first is to know your surroundings at all times. If you're going to break ass, look behind you, all right? Make sure you're not being tailed by another cyclist. It's just, it's the polite thing to do. No one wants to smell your ass. Granted, this guy probably figured he was all alone out there. But he had to have known I, I got a whiff of him as I passed him. It was horrible. And it's not the first time I've had that done to me. Go to the Great American Beer Festival sometime in Denver. A few thousand beer-bellied, hairy dudes in closed in one big building. You know, bellies filled with beer and cheap food. You'll get crop-dusted plenty. If I ever go back to that thing, I'm bringing a, a gas mask. I lost count of how many mass shootings we've had this month already. Makes it hard to bring an uplifting show this week. There's nothing funny or inspirational about news like that. And it's making me sick to my stomach. We'll have three quarters of the country fully vaccinated at some point this year. But we're going to be afraid to go outside because it's safer inside your house than it is to be in public. It's crazy. And the fervor around gun control is getting more and more heated now. One argument that was actually kind of witty Seven people got blood clots from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, so they pull it. But anywhere from five to eight people are being gunned down in public every day, it seems. And it's, it's like another day in America. Nothing gets done about it. And they're doing background checks on these people. 
One dude actually had his gun taken away from him by the police. He turns around and gets another one. I'm telling you, background checks and current checks, make these mandatory. Make them list five references and check them all. And if one of those is not his boss, we'll automatically call his boss. Any of those people say, no way, don't give this guy a gun, you fail. No guns for you. That's how you fix the problem. Yeah, hey, I jinxed myself. I was talking about earthquakes last week. And the day after I released that episode, we get another quake in the middle of the afternoon. Very light. You know, didn't even register at 2.0. But I definitely felt it. A lot of people in LA felt it. Windows rattling. Little slight curtain shake. Lasted, I don't know, four seconds. Tiny tremor. Which is weird. Because I never used to feel anything under a four. I was driving my car during the Northridge quake in 94. That one was powerful. 6.7. I never felt a damn thing. Comes over the news on my radio. We just had a massive earthquake. And it used to piss me off that I would miss out on these things. Now I feel everything. I'm a super light sleeper now too, so I don't sleep through them anymore. So closing arguments started on Monday morning in the Chauvin trial. I didn't watch all of it, but I heard that the prosecution's closing statements lasted almost two hours and then almost three for the defense. Who the hell could sit and watch that for five hours? Imagine being the jury, having to keep your focus on these dudes for five hours. Or the attorneys. And these guys talk two straight hours plus a piece. Holy shit, right? Do they stop for water, drink of water or something? I don't know what these attorneys make. It's not enough. What a job that has to be. Anyway, they closed. Uh, the judge gave the jury their instructions. And then the entire country was on the edge of its seat waiting for something to happen. Tension is mounting across America with the jury in the trial of Derek Chauvin about to begin deliberations. Both sides gave it their all. The prosecution team came first. This wasn't policing. This was murder. Followed by Chauvin's defense lawyer. The state has failed to prove its case beyond a reasonable doubt. And therefore, Mr. Chauvin should be found not guilty of all counts. How long will it take for the jury to reach a verdict? We asked famed defense attorney Mark Garagos. I don't think they're going to rush through it. I don't think you're going to see a 45-minute verdict. You also have three separate charges that they have to deliberate on. And my guess would be is that we'll be at least a day or two of deliberation. The longer it goes on, does that favor the defense or does that favor the prosecution? The longer it goes on tends to be better for the defense. This home in Santa Rosa, California, was smeared with blood and a pig's head left at the door, apparently in the belief that one of Chauvin's defense witnesses lived there. But Barry Broad, a police use of force expert, has not lived there for years. The national tension has been heightened by the controversial police shooting of a 13-year-old boy in Chicago. And the death of 20-year-old Duante Wright in the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center during a traffic stop. The White House says the president is following the trial and appealed for calm. This protest must be peaceful. Uh, that's what he continues to call for and what he continues to believe is the right way to approach uh, responding. But that didn't last 24 hours. A verdict was reached by noon my time on Tuesday, which did not bode well for Chauvin. 
I was afraid that while I was recording the show today, the jury would still be in deliberation. And, you know, I, I try to keep this show timely. It would throw it off. And I figured that if they found him guilty on all three counts, I, I just couldn't see how anybody could riot or protest. But I'm not the rioting or protesting type, so I don't know what it takes. I would just, I was hoping that it wouldn't happen because it got ugly last year and I'm, I'm tired of seeing ugly. All that being said, <laughs> this jury returned a verdict so quickly, I knew they'd found him guilty on all three counts and they did. Murder in the second, murder in the third, manslaughter. But it's not over. And you know, they were protesting last night. They were marching. People get excited, you know. They burn shit down when their team wins a championship in sports. So be safe, okay? Wherever you are, be alert. Keep yourself safe. Stay at home if you can until whatever happens blows over. But the entire time, I was thinking that, as is almost always the case, the prosecution's eyes, they got too big for their stomach. All right, they went for murder two, murder three, and manslaughter. I figured, okay, they'll probably get murder three and manslaughter. Murder two was an overreach, in my opinion. But I was wrong. And if that did happen, because the jury might feel the same way and find him not guilty on that charge, the Black Lives Matter movement would move in on that like a hobo on a ham sandwich. I know I've said this before, but as you start to look at these cases, Floyd and this kid that was shot last week, Dante Wright, or the, the other guy last year who shot 17 times in the back, these, all these things, they get elevated because these guys are resisting arrest. They don't trust the police. Floyd refuses to get in the squad car. Wright tries to speed away instead of getting out of the car as instructed. The guy that was shot in the back was running around trying to get back into his car for something. The officers panic, they overreact, and then they kill people. These people don't trust the police, so they don't comply. So the police use extreme force, kill people, which makes people trust them even less. It's a vicious cycle that never seems to break itself. But for the defense attorney to continue to call Chauvin a reasonable police officer was a load of horse shit. There was nothing reasonable about what this guy did. One of the other cops on the body cam said, you know, maybe we should turn him on his side at one point. Chauvin says no. That's not being reasonable. I'm glad justice was served here because that Dante Wright case is going to get dismissed, I think. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Remember that. If they can prove that, you know, she actually was an accident, she grabbed her gun instead of a taser, ball game. And that will make things worse, not better. But waiting for this Chauvin verdict to come down was like waiting for a hurricane to make landfall. Okay, so here's how it went down for any of you who haven't watched the news in the past 24 hours. Members of the jury, I understand you have a verdict. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdicts as they will appear in the permanent records of the 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota, County of Hennepin, District Court, 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, Count 1. Court File Number 27, CR 20-12646. We, the jury, in the above-entitled matter as to Count 1, 
unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.44 p.m. Signed, juror four-person, juror number 19. Bam! That's second-degree murder. I didn't think for a minute they'd get that one. And that was the overreach I thought the prosecution had made. That carries around 15 years. So he's in, let's say, 15 years at this point. And more importantly, saved Target and Apple stores from being looted. That not only meant we weren't going to see rioting in the streets, because guilty on murder too means guilty on everything else, but that this motherfucker was about to get the book thrown at him. Chauvin's eyes are darting back and forth. You can't see his face because he's wearing a mask. But that look of, I'm about to shit my pants all over his face. All right, let's go to count two. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury in the above entitled matter, as to count two, third degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.45 p.m. Signed by jury four-person juror number 19. Okay, so we already know at this point the prosecution is running the table. The eight balls going where whatever pocket they want to take it now. This carries seven to 15 years. Now, at this point, let's say on the side of leniency, he's going away for 20. He's in his mid-40s. Now he's in his mid-60s when he gets out. I mean, these jurors took notes. They got in there, deliberated for two hours the first night, went back in the next morning, had their pastries and coffee, and bam, found this motherfucker guilty across the board. I mean, it wasn't even close. They didn't, they didn't even ask questions for the judge. Actually, they did ask one. This dude's guilty, right? <laughs> but the jury has to put the cherry on top of the proverbial cake here. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.45 p.m. Jury four-person 019. And there you have it. He's completely fucked. Add a couple more years for that one. This man's going to prison. And more than likely, solitary confinement. Remember, Jeffrey Dahmer was promised isolation. He wanted to be in the general population. That was a death wish. He ended up being beaten to death on bathroom duty. I think Chauvin's a horrible human, but I don't want to see anybody die a violent death, regardless of what they did wrong, especially at the hands of other violent criminals. But let's get to what came next, because this judge, he didn't fuck around. He ripped through the agenda for what was coming next so fast, I couldn't keep up. Blink and you miss it. With the guilty verdicts returned, we're going to have uh, Blakely, you may file a uh, written argument as to Blakely factors within one week. The court will issue findings on the Blakely factors, the factual findings, one week after that. We'll order a PSI immediately, returnable in four weeks. And we will also have a briefing on, after you get the PSI, six weeks from now, and then eight weeks from now, we will have sentencing. We'll get you the exact dates uh, in a scheduling order. So, a bunch of orders, then sentencing in eight weeks. Now, here's the kicker. And if you haven't seen or heard this, 
Pretend you're Chauvin and grip your balls. Your Honor, the state would move to have the court uh, revoke the defendant's bail and remand him into custody uh, pending sentencing. Bail is revoked, bond is discharged, and the defendant is remanded to the custody of the Hennepin County Sheriff. Anything further? All right. Thank you. And off to jail you go. Just like that. Lost his freedom. Let me say this. I don't like to see people lose their freedom. But I especially don't like seeing people lose their life. I think prison serves its purpose. When someone has done something wrong, horribly wrong, like murder, rape, crimes against children, things like that. This guy was not a good person. He was reprimanded 18 times while he was a police officer there. I also read he was a security guard in his off time at some place. I guess he worked in the same bar or cafe that George Floyd worked at, but they they didn't know if they knew each other. And he would mace people because they were black. But he's not going to spend, you know, the years of his sentence in general population. He wouldn't last an hour and the prison would be sued. They're careful about this. He'll spend 23 hours a day in a solitary cell and get an hour a day for exercise and fresh air. But for the sake of our country, this man needs to be out of circulation for a while. He didn't cause the movement for BLM. He was just the latest catalyst of it. And I hope this is an emblem of what comes to us in the future. You know, we needed this type of justice in order for us to heal as a singular people, because we're all in this together. And this isn't going to stop racism. It's not going to stop police brutality. I just hope it's a speed bump. We can't tolerate this stuff in our country or anywhere. Let's heal now. And it's not over for the Minneapolis Police Department either. They got up there. They sold Chauvin out to save their asses. But now the DOJ has opened an investigation of the department and their practices. Did you know they issued a press release the day after this happened? that said a suspect had passed away while in police custody from a medical condition. That was the content of the press release. They were looking to cover this up from day one until that girl's video went viral, and that's when they got into real trouble. Hey, remember, you guys were all pissed off when the news was COVID this and COVID that. Now you got your regularly scheduled programming back. How do you like it? Our country is in the epicenter of a shitstorm. Business as usual. And business is a rockin'. It's like when people were bitching and moaning that every summer movie lineup was nothing but sequels. And then we got originals like the Emoji Movie. Take what you can when you can get it, all right? We've got a real-life reality show to watch. And it's going to top the, the worst episode of Jersey Shore you've ever ever seen. Holy shit, is this going to be something? Hey, I'm not a fan of pharmaceuticals for the most part. If I can avoid taking prescription medication, I'm all about it. And it's not because I'm one of these new age holistic nut jobs. I just prefer to do things naturally if I can get away with it. Trust me, if there was a proven way to fend off COVID naturally, I'd jump on it. But there isn't. So I got the vaccine. So I'm not 100% against all drugs. The main reason why I don't like prescription medications are the side effects. Like, I can't do pain medication, even the lightest ones. I can handle over-the-counter stuff just fine. But it doesn't matter which pain medication 
or muscle relaxers that they prescribe me. I'm sick within a half an hour. Antibiotics, with the exception of like one or two, normally wreck my system. And these aren't even at the top of the list of medications with side effects. You ever watch these commercials for medications from the big pharma companies? Listen to the side effects they rattle off. Yeah, okay, cool. It's proven to work to reduce your cholesterol. 100% this stuff works. On the other side of the coin, you're going to have diarrhea nonstop. Your skin's going to itch. You're susceptible to rashes all over your face. And some patients have reported severe tongue swelling. Beautiful. Your cholesterol's fully under control. But you look like you just went 12 rounds with Manny Pacquiao. And you have to wear a, a diaper everywhere you go. But for some people, look, it's the only alternative. Nothing else works. Antidepressants are like this. The side effects? Holy crap. I got blood work back from a physical about 10, 11 years ago. Back in my bloated foodie days. And for the first time, I had red marks all over my chart. Doctor suggests all these medications. And then, you know, my heart started to sink. I asked her, look, is there anything I can do with my diet or lifestyle or, you know, supplements that would help? She said, yeah, but you could try these stuff. But uh, she wanted to see me back in like three months, get more blood work. And if my numbers weren't better, she was going to prescribe these medications. And that's when I got my shit together and I haven't looked back. But I was lucky. This was cholesterol, blood sugar, blood pressure, and uh, iron deficiency. Those can be fixed with exercise and diet. All right. Some things cannot. That's why the older we get, the more important it is to take care of our bodies and our minds. All right. Eat smart, drink a lot of water, get good rest, meditate or go for walks, whatever it takes to calm your mind and try to get, you know, 30 minutes of exercise a day. But fend off taking poison as much as you can. And if you absolutely have to take stuff, hopefully the side effects won't be too rough. Hey, Walter Mondale died the other day. He was Jimmy Carter's VP. And then he ran against Reagan in 84. At a time when Reagan's popularity was like through the roof. So he's campaigning against Reagan, right? Mondale says something like, uh, he goes, if I'm elected, expect your taxes to go way up and respect my decision. That went over about as well as someone sitting courtside at a basketball game, screaming the N-word. He lost in every state except his home state. 523 to 13 in the Electoral College. That is an ass kicking. If you ever wonder why presidential candidates lie through their teeth while they're campaigning, that's why. The truth will set you free. <laughs> You're free to go, Walt. Here's your trophy. Thanks for your participation. Drive home safe. Hey, here's a piece of trivia for you. Who's older? Jimmy Carter or Queen Elizabeth? I'll give you five seconds. Queen Elizabeth is 94. Carter, 96. Man, what's their secret? Do they both make it to 100? My money's on the Queen Mother. I think she drinks a pint of beer a day or something. Not that I want to see either one of them go, especially a president. Just have to applaud. How long sometimes, how long these people manage to stick around? Gives you hope, you know. Then again, you know, I don't think living to 100 would be all that fun. Oof. Your teeth and your hair fall out. You get really ugly. Your face looks like a catcher's mitt. You're incontinent. Can't remember shit. You ache all the time. 
You get out of bed in the morning, your body cracks so much, you sound like the last 10 seconds of popcorn in the microwave. But you get that milestone and a cake with 100 candles on it. (laughs) Try blowing that thing out. Your false teeth end up in the cake before the fire's out. All right, I'll release you now. You've heard enough of my nonsense. I know it may not seem like it, but this, I think it was a positive show. You know, we got some justice this week. I don't know if you get it. Maybe some of you might. I'm 17 weeks into this thing. And my point to this, and I I think we're really starting to hit the strides here. I just want us to be one together. I don't believe in judging people by skin color, religion, political affiliation, anything. There's a direct correlation to Anne Frank and George Floyd. Two misunderstood people. Both judged. One completely innocent, her entire life ahead of her. The other seriously flawed human, but still worthy of a life ahead of him, you know, and worthy of seeing his kids grow up to give him grandkids. He deserved to live, as did Anne Frank, you know. Be a good person. It's not that hard. Don't judge people based on how they look or who they pray to. We're all given a life, and we deserve to live until, you know, we naturally pass. Just love one another, okay? That's all I have to say. Music by Gorgon City. Buy this shit. Inane.filmagash.com Totally secure now. Thanks, Dave, by the way. I'll see you guys next week. Be kind to people. Cheers. Imagine I was good again But you still see me the same Baby, why can't you pretend That nothing here has changed Let's rewind